guess who's back? Back again. Yes, it has been low these many years since we have recorded a podcast, but we have returned. I have returned. And it's Cast and Blast Florida Podcasts. For those of you that have been waiting in the in the in the darkness, just wandering in the darkness, wondering if we would ever return again, um, here we are. We're back. And I got a whole list of things that I want to come back and talk about. Um, so I'm going to try to cram a lot of it into this episode, but I won't be able to get it all in here. And you guys just hang with me. Stay. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for sticking with us. If you're listening to this, that means you didn't get unsubscribed like my dad did so many years ago. Um, also, I don't know how this sounds, but I'm recording this with a new microphone that is wireless it allows us to take it on the road we bought these so that we could do interview podcasts and bring those back for the all florida stuff so um first off where did we go where on earth have we been for low these many months and i'm just going to be honest with you guys we were were in the wilderness with duck season and we were in the wilderness with spotify Um, i don't know if anyone's ever had a technology issue like in the year of 2023, our Lord. But it's not like you pick up the phone and call Spotify and say, hey, um, our podcast quit showing up. Can you help us fix that? Because they don't have a guy. There's not like a guy that works there that does that. I'm assuming it's like in India and it gets run through some translators and whatnot and gets routed all over the place. And so um, anyway, our podcasts weren't showing up on Spotify. And if you're in the podcasting business, and I am, we are, um, not really good business to put podcasts out that 60% of your audience can't hear. So um, that kind of put the snafu on us over the holidays. Uh, we had we had some plans over the holidays to do, you know, our Christmas episodes and our year interview episode and all that stuff. But um, not being able to get that out, everybody almost defeats the purpose of doing the podcast. So... Um, We just kind of took a, I'll say, well-deserved break. I'm sure most of you would argue that it was well-deserved or not. But we took a little time off. Uh, Part of that was unintentional. Part of that was intentional. Like, we did want to take some time off at the holidays. Between duck season, man, duck season kicks my behind. So, uh, this year was year two of duck ranching with our good buddy, Matt Pierce. And uh, I plan to revisit that in a conversation with you guys very soon. But um, I will say year two, very different than year one. Um, It was successful. It was successful, I'd say, in a financial way, but it was successful in a people-through-the-door way. Uh, We ran more hunters. We were able to give a bunch of hunts away, which is something that we care deeply about. Um, And I'm looking forward to year three of Duck Ranching. Uh, And that's what we've affectionately named it. And so, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, dude, i got to book a hunt for next year, don't call me about booking a hunt until March. Like I don't want to hear about it until March. I got to get my I got to get my feet under me. We got to figure out what's what. Um, we've got potential for some new properties that we may be adding in, and uh, got to figure out you know where we're going to put people. Can we hold water longer than we did this year? Obviously, water was you know a major issue. Thank God for teal because teal saved our bacon on more than one occasion this season. Um, so here we are. Uh, post duck season, post everything season. It's it's now February, and the last podcast we posted was uh, uh, about the Queen herself, Taylor Swift. 
Um, and that, that drew some ire from a lot of people. And I'm okay with that. Um, but what's happened since then? So a lot of stuff has unfolded. Um, we had really big duck numbers this season on our duck hunts. I don't have it in front of me. I want to say we ended up killing close to 1,600 ducks total, uh, which was huge. I think we were at like 800 last season. So we almost doubled in the amount of ducks that we, we harvested. Um, that super exciting. Uh, took some time in December. Usually, you know, you get the split in between phase one. Of, if you're not a duck hunter, duck season is always starts the Saturday before Thanksgiving and runs to the Sunday after. And then you get a split is what we call it for like a week or two. So this year it was two weeks, but during that two weeks, um, I was invited to go to the uh, National Association of Sportsmen's Caucuses Summit. Um, it was in Bozeman, Montana this year. So I was able to go out there. Really cool event. It's put on by Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. I was there with Delta Waterfowl. Uh, Safari Club is there. It was really cool to meet a lot of the guys that work on a lot of the policy stuff and really provide us a lot of... I'll say guys that are on our team, guys that help make this stuff happen behind the scenes policy-wise for us in Florida. Um, these are got really sharp folks and um, really good advocates for hunters and fishermen. And uh, they want to help us in Florida. They want to be involved in Florida. They want to grow. Obviously, they want to grow their, their organizations, but they all work so well together. And I think that's a refreshing thing and an exciting thing to see. Uh, when you, when you get out there and you get on the ground and you see all those groups working together, um, it's, it's kind of cool to be a part of that and to know that like the future is bright when you think of the alignment we can find with all those groups. Um, I went, uh, obviously I said I went with Delta Waterfowl. They got me into the conference, but I went out there representing all Florida. Um, so I was able to, you know, pass some all Florida cards out and meet with some folks and, man, have a lot of conversations about what is so different about conservation in Florida and um, really was able to, I hope, tee up some things that will be unpacked and unfolded in the next couple of years. And one of the big things for me is, is this idea of so much in the hunting space is viewed as, I'll just say it this way because I get in trouble all the time, so I'm just not going to worry about it anymore. I'm just going to say what I think. And these are my opinions. I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying they're wrong. It's just what I think. But generally speaking, we think hunters are Republicans and Republicans are hunters and those two things go together. And it was really interesting to sit out there at that conference in, in Bozeman and they brought in a panel of folks from Oregon. And in Oregon, there's a ballot measure to ban hunting and fishing right now. The way they appoint uh, commissioners has gotten really wonky. Um, and so they brought a panel on stage from Oregon from both their state wildlife agencies and nonprofits and cattle ranchers and kind of discussed like what's unhappening, what's happening in Oregon. And the view or the lens is, oh, Oregon's a liberal state and this is just a progression of a liberal state. But what's ironic is so many of the views and things that were shared are similar to views and things we see in Florida, which tells me that wildlife policy, wildlife management is not partisan, it's political. And you're going to do what you're going to do to get the votes that you want to get. And however you can get the votes to get you the power is what you're going to say. 
And I think we need to reclaim some of that ground because for a long time, and, and the intention of the way the North American model was set up, the intention of the way that wildlife commissions were set up to were to not make them partisan, to not make them political entities or political beasts. Um, but I think we very much see that in Florida. And I think we've mirror quite a bit of what you see unfolding in Oregon, which has a very different political landscape than we do. Um, so I just think, I think that's a thing that was a takeaway for me. I will never forget one of the folks on the panel, really respected advocate, worked with the state for years and years and years. Um, they asked her what the number one problem in Oregon is with regards to hunting, fishing, and wildlife management. And without hesitating, she said social science. And I have been kind of dinged on social science in the past. Uh, I am not anti-social science. I recognize that that's a tool that needs to be utilized. But I'm going to say what I think the problem with social science is, is the misapplication of it or the misunderstanding of it by the people utilizing it. And I don't mean at FWRI within our wildlife agency, those people are, they, they understand how social science works. But in my mind, the way social science should work is the wildlife agency should know that we should hunt game, that we should look to progress species through, through a continuum. And so be it bears, be it sandhill cranes, be it ducks, whatever it is, white-tailed deer, the question should not be how does the public feel about hunting so that we can then correct our management strategies in reflection of that social science so much as to say how does the public feel about hunting and how can we use social science to change that perception to better inform the public on why hunting is a valid management tool on why fishing is a valid recreational activity on how the funding works for the state with those activities um, where it falls apart is when social science becomes its own entity and begins driving the policy. And I know that I'll get roasted by some folks that listen to this, but that's a dangerous proposition. And I think we see that in Florida and I think we've seen that in Oregon. And I think we're going to continue to see that particularly as we see the politization, politization of wildlife management. So jumped way off into the deep end really fast there, but that was my takeaway from NASC in December. I was able to go had a great time. I plan to be at that conference every year. It's really expensive to go, um, but I'll be going as all Florida, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some Florida legislators there. There were no one from the state of Florida except myself, Lane Stevens, and a guy from Rainier, uh, which is a, a timber company. I, I think they're a timber company, land management company. So um, had a big win, had a big win back in the fall that I've never talked about on the podcast. And that was the team that we were able to be a part of uh, past the Polk Forever ref referendum, which was the, uh, it was referendum one in Polk County, environmental lands, environmentally sensitive lands, the ability to acquire them, um, both through easement or outright acquisition in Polk County. So it's a big deal. Uh, I supported this from the outset. I talked about it on the podcast a number of times. Um, our buddy Adam Bass with Conservation Florida drug us into that, and I do want to reiterate, he drug us into that. Uh, but we're able to meet and, and get to know a lot of great people through that and, and really work together as a team. And so that passed Polk County with a 60-40 vote, 58-42, um, which was pretty compelling that, hey, uh, in, a, in an overtly Republican county where the local Republican Party 
oppose this measure, um, people do actually care about conservation and environmental issues, and they do it to the tune of being opposite of even maybe what the party thinks. So um, I was encouraged to see that because I think, again, um, it's political, not partisan. I think conservation is been politicized it's not partisan so i think everyone should care about conservation in our state and i was really encouraged to see that because we all know um and, and i think it was tracy dean when we interviewed her a couple years ago from conservation florida said we're going to write what the state's going to be in the next 10 years or 15 years and i'm paraphrasing i'm going way off memory i think that's exactly right I think we're going to decide the land use in the next 10 to 15 years whether it's going to be development whether it's going to be ag whether it's going to be uh, you know wildlife management areas or state forests or preserves or whatever so um you know i, I think i think that was that's a uh a, a big move to see local referendums move that way i will tell you i won't get into this now but i think you'll hear some conversation around this in the future for me um kind of shocked at some of the groups that wanted nothing to do with that referendum and groups that kind of participate in that space on a daily basis um really shocked and really shocked about kind of the makeup of our state and the people that have influence that again wanted to just kind of wave at this thing and say yeah if it happens it happens but we're not going to spend any political capital on it bizarre and kind of blew me away um and goes to show kind of some of the disingen disingenuous nature of both politics and conservation in our state and so um I, I will unpack that at a later date. I'll probably do that on the All Florida podcast more than on Cast and Blast. But um, speaking of that, um, I've got some All Florida updates because a lot of people have asked me about it. Like, what's going on with your nonprofit? What's going on with All Florida? And um, longtime listener, longtime friend of mine, Carrie Bible um, of Two Fish Creative, they ran an ad on the podcast for a long time with us. Um, Kerry and his company have donated a website to All Florida. So we are going through a website rebuild right now. Um, we still have the little website that I built that Emily and I threw together with WordPress up there. But we're going through that website rebuild right now. And so um, we haven't been pushing it much. But we definitely have been working hard um, behind the scenes on a whole lot of stuff. I will be doing, and I may even do this later this week if I get a wild hair. And if I like the way this sounds, like the, the new microphone and stuff. But um, I've got a whole legislative agenda we're working on this session. Um, got a number of things we are working on, both in state and federally, from the Farm Bill on down. Um, and just I'm, I'm really excited about that. But I want to I share with you guys some of the stuff that we're working on, some of the stuff we have worked on. Um, had a cool uh, opportunity with All Florida through our friends at CCA last year where someone reached out to them to donate a parcel of land and CCA couldn't handle it, didn't know what to do with it. Um, I spoke to some folks that I trust and value their opinion on and they were like, well, you should absolutely take it because it'll look really good on your books. So um, we now have 102 acres of land that we're going to put into some sort of conservation protection, um, but we own it outright as a, as a entity. So all Florida has 102 acres of wild marsh in lake county um we got the new website coming up and then um we are are and i know i've said this to you guys before and you probably roll your eyes but we are working diligently on the all florida podcast which used to be cast and blast conversations it's going to be rebranded as the all florida podcast 
and we're calling that chasing fog. And that comes from um, that famous line in A Land Remembered where um, Saul McIvey, if you've never read A Land Remembered, I don't understand how you're listening to us, but go read A Land Remembered and then come back and finish. But um, Saul McIvey, the kind of the, the protagonist of the story, is, is talking to his, his uh, brother, um, I think his name is Bill, uh, Toby Cypress, Toby Cypress, and talking about wanting to see Panarasa again. And, and Toby says, Saul, there is no more Panarasa as you knew it. What you're trying to do is capture the fog, and no man can do that. And I think for a lot of us that love Florida, that love wild Florida, that love uh, what I've kind of been talking about lately as the soul of Florida, which is not just the waters, the woods, and the wildlife, but it's also the way of life. Um, I think the soul of Florida, pursuit of that is chasing fog. And so we've named our new podcast Chasing Fog, and that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, I don't have an exact date on that for you. Um, the podcast hosting stuff set us back quite a bit, not financially, but set us back quite a bit, like logistically on sorting all that out. So that is still coming. Um, we got a lot of great interviews lined up, but we're also going to have some hard conversations. We're going to have some board members on that we have discussions with. Um, we may have some people on just to debate some issues and, and talk about issues. So it won't be strictly a, a interview podcast, but I think if you're interested in a deep dive in Florida conservation, it's going to be something that everyone really appreciates. And we're going to need your help. Like we're going to need members to help pay for this stuff. We're going to need members to help pay for the advocacy. We're going to need members to help spread the word. So um, just hang in there with us on All Florida. And you can go join it now. Um, and we, we have had people joining in. And, and I'm honestly, I'm kind of blown away by how many people have joined as lifetime members. Um, that really kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. So I, I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, it's going to be it's going to be an incredibly cool opportunity for our state. And um, I feel like we're doing a good job of earning trust, of earning respect on the landscape and um, playing at the level that we want to be able to play at. But also being Emily, if she was here, would tell you the thing I'm probably the best at is building a team. Um, I'm not really that talented at a whole lot of stuff, but I am good at trying to build teams. And so um, I, I look at it as all Florida is successful if the state of Florida is successful in the conservation space, in the hunting space, in the soul of Florida space, ranching, wild places, wildlife, woods, water. Um, so stay tuned, uh, working hard on that. And you can find out more information at allfla.org. And hopefully soon we'll have a new website we can roll out to you. And we'll be pushing really hard on it at that point. And we'll have some Chasing Fog t-shirts up soon. Um, the incomparable Bree Drake did an incredible design for us on that. And uh, really, really excited to share that with you guys and, and, and uh, just talk more about it. Before I go, I want to tell you about one more um, or two more things. One is we've got coming up the FWC meetings. And I may, depending on, again, how this sounds and how I like these microphones and how everything works, because I, now I can record a podcast in the car. Big deal, y'all. Don't know if you know how much time it takes to sit down and record a podcast, but uh, now I can do one on the go. So um, I may record a podcast just on the upcoming FWC meeting, the agenda items. I see what I'm planning to speak on and kind of my thoughts on them. Um, but that's coming up, I think, the 21st and 22nd or 20th and 21st of February. 
And um, then again, I mentioned a minute ago, we've got the legislative session coming up and got some really exciting stuff kind of unfolding in that um, that I'm looking forward to being a part of. And I don't want to, I don't want to steal the thunder yet, but hopefully be able to talk to you more about that later this week and start to drum up some support on some of that. So I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, if you're listening to this, I very much appreciate you because somehow you found your way back to the podcast after a, uh, the longest hiatus since September of 2017. Um, when Hurricane Irma gave us a short hiatus right after we started. Uh, Nate will be back. I talked to Nate over the holidays. I got to meet the uh, incomparable Marshall James and hang out with him. We're boys now, and I can't wait till he can take over Nate's spot on the podcast. That will be, so I feel like I can count on Marsh to be there. Um, so excited about that. Uh, we've got some cool stuff we're gonna be working on with Grill Girl Robin Linders. Um, we're going to bring back the drafts. Emily will be back. So, um, lots of fun stuff, but everyone has been clamoring for a podcast. Here you go. Here's the update. Um, and who knows, I might even give you guys some bonus podcasts in the coming days, weeks, months, and years. And with that, I hope everyone is doing fantastic. Everyone's having a fantastic 2023 and I hope you all stay woke. Woke.